0: I am Gabe Hahn, and this is the Affirm Arena Podcast, Episode 1, Responsibility. Welcome to the Affirm Arena podcast. In this episode, I'm going to share something with you that will absolutely set you free. We'll get into that in a moment, but since this is our first episode, I want to take a moment to explain what the podcast is all about. This life-changing podcast is all about getting what you want through affirming what you want. And with each of these podcast episodes, we will cover different strategies and techniques that can be used to help you get to your goals, which is what we'll be doing in this particular episode as well. But we'll get into that in a moment. Also, I'll try to keep the length of the content to around 20 minutes. Since the average commute is typically 26 minutes, I figure that will allow most of you to listen to it while commuting and commuting time is usually wasted time in most people's lives. So to use that time period for your benefit is in your best interest. So I wanna make sure you start off every day and your week on a good note. My hope is that the content of this podcast will be useful to you, and I believe it will be because much of it includes things I've learned and used to help me succeed in my own goal attainment. So I will strive to deliver something useful with every podcast, and help you get exactly what you want. Now why am I doing this? Well, I believe that if we were all able to achieve our goals in life, we would all feel more fulfilled and content with our lives. Also, I think the world would be a better place. I mean, imagine if every child was able to achieve their dreams and reach every goal that they set for themselves, what need would anyone have for dishonorable acts of violence, cheating, and stealing in their life? Imagine if we were all able to contribute our gifts and goals to the world making it a better place collectively, how much better it could be. This is why I want to help you achieve your goals. So why is it called the Affirm Arena Podcast? Well, honestly, it's because the Arena Podcast is really what I wanted to call it, but it's being used by multiple other podcasts out there. So to separate this a little bit from others, we made it more specific. Now, the Affirm portion has to do with affirmations, which is, what most of this is all about because it can have a significant positive impact on your life when you do positive affirmations in the right way but also the word arena is special to me because of the old speech done by President Theodore Roosevelt Uh, there was a portion of his speech called the man in the arena and this quote has always been special in my mind because whenever pursuing my goals I think about it it gives me the confidence to keep pushing on and so maybe it'll do the same for you I'll read it real quick The Man in the Arena It is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles, or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who knows the great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the very best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who have never known neither victory nor defeat." Teddy Roosevelt Now I absolutely love that quote. It basically says that critics don't matter. All the spectators and people observing someone else putting in the work don't matter. It's the person who puts in the work that matters. This person is the one taking a chance and trying to succeed. That's where the honor is. But so many times we get so concerned with what other people think. Especially when we're about to try something new. Something we dream about. And so many of us never try because of those critics. Or we question ourselves along the way because of those critics. It's crazy. Don't worry about them. So the Affirm Arena podcast is all about you. It's to remind you that what matters is what you want. And helping you get what you want by affirming what you want. Nobody else matters but you. So that's what I'm here for. You. Alright, so jumping into today's episode. Today's podcast is titled Responsibility. The word responsibility will set you free. That's how a leadership training manager described it to me and my team. And I honestly agree. Now, you might be thinking something. Gabe, seriously, responsibility, you're going to talk to me about something that my parents have talked to me about since I was about 8 years old. Yes and no, I'm not going to talk to you about it like your parents did in regards to cleaning your room and doing your homework, I'm going to talk to you about it in a way that gives you leverage, a way that empowers you. Because being empowered is useful, right? So there's two aspects of responsibility that I want to talk about. First, in regards to taking responsibility for the choices and decisions you've made, and the actions you've taken up to this point. In The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy, the author talks about our lives being made up of the choices we've made up to this point. And if you take a step back, you'll find that it's true. Look around you, everything you have, who you are, the people in your environment, your job, your skills, your income level, your bank account, your friends. It's all based on the choices. It's all based on your decisions and the associated actions you've taken based on those decisions. You need to take responsibility for your decisions. Stop blaming. Stop blaming someone else for your situation. Stop blaming other people, your coworkers, your boss, your parents, your spouse, the president, and more. Stop blaming your environment too. Stop blaming the government. Stop blaming the neighborhood that you live in, your job, whatever. Why am I telling you to stop blaming all these things? Well, how well has that worked out for you thus far? Think about it. How much has it helped you to get on Twitter and complain about your government and how it's holding you down? How much has it helped you to blame the hardships of living in your run-down neighborhood? How has complaining about your job helped? Blaming it for the fact that you don't have the time for anything else to chase your dreams or whatever. Blaming your boss for giving you all this work that you don't want to do. I mean, really ask yourself, how much has it helped? I'm betting it hasn't helped. At all. Has it? I'm betting you're still in the same or worse situation that you've been in the past, am I right? And you might say, well, Gabe, it makes me feel better. But does it? Does it really? Or does it make you feel more frustrated and feel more trapped? Does it just snowball constantly into a feeling of helplessness? A feeling like you can't control your own situation? I mean, who wants to feel helpless? But I bet that's how it feels because I know. I've been there. You see, when you're blaming everything and everyone else, you give the power away. You give all the power to something or someone else. That thing that you're blaming. And you make yourself even more dependent. More helpless. But what if I told you that you could be more empowered? would you prefer to live a life you control or a life that controls you would you prefer to be empowered to live how you wanna live and have what you wanna have or would you prefer to be disempowered and be pushed around by life responsibility gives you control you have to take responsibility for your choices decisions and actions stop blaming stop giving responsibility of your life to someone else you need to change your mindset so that you can take ownership for all your decisions by changing your mindset you will start to take control of your life again if you and your spouse are not getting along then by changing your mindset from blame to responsibility you will find that you are able to improve the situation you can now consciously make decisions and take actions that get you what you want when you have a mindset of responsibility you will find that you will begin to focus on areas of your life that you can control. There's areas of your life you can't control. Why focus on them? So with that mindset of responsibility, you'll actually start to focus on those areas that you can control. And nine times out of 10, what you can control is you. And controlling yourself is enough to cause dramatic change. Okay, so if you want to improve your relationship with your spouse, instead of focusing so much on changing that person, you will focus on changing yourself. And you will find that by changing yourself, you can change your environment. You can improve your relationship with your spouse. If you want your career to change, then stop blaming your job, boss, and coworkers and take responsibility. You interviewed for the job, right? You accepted the offer, right? Then take responsibility for where you're at. If you don't like what you're doing, then take responsibility for your development, your current skill level. And then with that, you now have the power to improve your skills. You now have the power to take classes necessary to improve your skill set. You now have the power to decide to purchase books that can help you grow. You now have the power to network with people who have careers that you want to be a part of. That's what taking responsibility for your choices, decisions, and actions does. Take responsibility. Okay, so now I'm going to play a quick clip of Darren Hardy, the author of The Compound Effect, talking about responsibility in an interview. Check it out.
1: So what's interesting is, is, you know, I made money when George W., when George Bush Sr. was in office. I made money when uh, Clinton was in office. I made money when George W. was in office. I've made money when Obama's been in office, mm-hmm. right?
0: I've lost money during all those presidents as well, which seems to, to to point out, doesn't matter who the damn president is. Right. Doesn't matter what the economy is, doesn't matter what the traffic's like, what the weather's like, doesn't matter what my neighbor said or what my wife, you know, complained about, or what the <laughs> what the colleague or the competitor said or did, or none of that matters. And so when you get a grip of that, it's so empowering mm-hmm. because now you have complete ownership and, and you can captain your ship regardless of the weather, regardless of the, you know, of the circumstances. And so that, that was a, that was a, the, the major turning point. All right, cool. So here's the second aspect of responsibility that I want to talk about with you. And it's an aspect that's much deeper. We're talking about your ability to respond to a situation. This is what will truly set you free. So I work in a pretty intense environment, Uh, it's high stress and without getting too much into detail on exactly what I do, I'll simply tell you that where I work is amazing and change is truly the only thing that's constant, which keeps things interesting. Things change every quarter and sometimes things are changing down to the monthly and weekly levels and change, as you know, typically creates stress. I mean think about it, it can be hard to get comfortable when things are constantly changing. Just as soon as you feel like you're getting into your groove, things change again. And this can be very stressful. And what happens when people get stressed out? People complain. That's right. People complain. They get demoralized, frustrated, etc. And how good are people at making decisions when they complain? They get demoralized and frustrated. Not so good, right? Well, that's why my company was addressing this and how important it is that we know how to deal with stress and change by having responsibility, which is what we're going to dive into here. Now, I'm a former boxer and still a big fan of the sport, MMA too, and I just want to bring up the fact that fighters do this all the time, but why do you think fighters typically trash talk leading up to a fight? Think about it. It's to get their opponent frustrated and angry, right? What happens when a fighter gets frustrated and angry? Well, just like anyone else, just like someone at work, They struggle with decision making. They get frustrated. They're struggling to be able to make solid decisions. And what happens is they'll lose their fight plan and get off track. And that's exactly what the opponent wants. Yeah, sometimes fighters have talked trash and still lost the fight. But it does have an effect of throwing the opponent off of their game, off of their fight plan. And sometimes that's just enough to edge them out and to win the fight. So anyway, frustration, anger, depression, these are all bad emotions when it comes to decision making, focusing, and etc. I mean, how's that worked out for you when you've been frustrated and angry or depressed? How functional and productive are you? Well, the beauty is it doesn't need to be that way. And that is what responsibility is all about. Responsibility is all about you having the choice to respond to a situation in a manner that helps you. In a manner that is useful. So what are some useful states? Positive, happy, content, optimistic, focused, thankful. These are some states that you want to be in when you're solving problems, when you're making decisions and when you're taking action. So why would my leadership training team focus on this? Because in a stressful changing environment, we are better able to make decisions in these positive states. We're more productive. We perform better. So if you've ever read The 7 Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey, he talks about this in depth. As a matter of fact, it's the first habit that he covers. Why? Because it all starts there. One of the prime examples that he highlights is the story of Viktor Frankl, which you can read about in Man's Search for Meaning. Frankl was a prisoner during World War II in the concentration camps. And while in the camps, Frankel had to experience some of the most tragic hardships you can imagine, from losing his family to starving, to freezing, to being beaten, to watching captives all around him die. And through the worst experiences you can imagine, Victor Frankel realized that there was one thing that the Nazis could not take away from him. They could take away food. They could take away shelter. They could take away clothing. They could take away his ability to socialize, to feel comfort, to be warm. They could take away his freedom, and yes, they could take away his life and kill him. But one thing they could never take away was his ability to choose how to respond to a given situation. His responsibility. And this is where Stephen Covey breaks down the word response-ability. Response-ability. Your ability to respond This is your choice at all times. So even when the Nazis would encourage prisoners to treat each other like dirt, which some would for their own personal gains by the way, Frankl realized that he always had the choice on how to respond to life and what it dished out to him. So if Frankl could do it in the harsh relentless concentration camp environment then you can do it too. Think about what life dishes at you and think about how you respond to it. Do you tell yourself that your job sucks, that your life is horrible, that you're dumb? I mean, if your boss tells you that you're incompetent or something along those lines, which would be absolutely ridiculous, by the way, but if it happened, how would you respond? Do you tell yourself that your boss is right? Or maybe do you tell your boss to shove it? And you got to ask yourself, do either of those responses really help you? Or do you say to yourself that your boss is wrong? Do you realize that your boss is actually incompetent for merely making that comment? Do you realize that you have more self-awareness than your boss? If you're playing basketball and you miss a shot, do you tell yourself that you're not good enough? I mean, how does that response really help you? Or do you tell yourself that you have room for improvement, that you need to practice even harder when the game is over? I mean, when someone tells you no, do you get demoralized? Do you say that you're a horrible salesperson I mean how much does that really help you how useful is that or do you tell yourself that you're one more customer closer to getting a yes that sounds useful when someone turns you down for a date do you tell yourself that you're not good enough you're not attractive I mean how useful is that or do you tell yourself that you had fun with the interaction that you did awesome, and then immediately go into another interaction with someone else. Honestly, ask yourself, in any situation, what is the most useful way that you can respond? What's stopping you from responding in that manner? Nothing. Nothing. Just you and your brain. You see, you can take any external circumstance and respond to it however you choose. Yes, this is essentially the glass half-full, half-empty analogy. You can literally have two people in the same exact situation and one chooses to respond to it one way and another chooses to respond to it another. The way you respond is your choice. The way you interpret it is your choice. So I want to play a clip of Stephen Covey talking about responsibility. Check it out.
1: And for you to have the goal to suggest that I chose to be miserable? Come on. I didn't choose it. He made me. But then I realized how dependent I am. How I've given my power to his miserable behavior. She said, as soon as I swallowed that big, thick, bitter pill and it hit and I realized, wait a minute. If I chose to be miserable, I can choose otherwise. She said, I was let out of prison. I was liberated. That's when I stood up I wanted to talk to everyone. I wanted to proclaim my freedom. I could not contain myself. I just can't tell you what that means. Between what happens to us, the stimulus, and our response to the stimulus, lies our freedom.
0: Okay, so again, why not respond in ways that are helpful to you, in ways that are useful? Do that. All right, in summary, responsibility will set you free, and it involves two aspects. Number one, taking responsibility for your choices, decisions, and actions. By doing this, you empower yourself. Number two, responding to your life situations and events in the most useful manner possible. Nobody can take this away from you but you. All right, guys, we're just getting started here. Remember, responsibility, this is huge. Do this, and I promise you, you're going to begin taking leaps and bounds toward your goals. Until next time, I'll see you.